episode 251. Thank you all for listening to episode 250, The Trebek Wars, part two. I am Montes T. Baggins, here with my co-host. James, I just went to another team because I'm a baby hard. Cody, I'm missing just like Kyrie Bryant. <laughs> Irving. Irving. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter. It's songs by West. Thanks to All Wear Clothing, allwearclothing.com. First and primary sponsor of the Line Sports Podcast. Check him out. He can help you with all your clothing needs. You can get shirts, hats, koozies, pillows, blankets, towels, flags, whatever you need. Allwearclothing.com. Thank you to Crandall Squatty Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. But if you have any landscaping needs, demolition needs right now, get in touch with Sean. He can help you out. And last but not least, thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. If you want to last as long as our upcoming wrestling podcast you're going to hear in a couple of days, make sure to reach out to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com, so you can make that happen with the uh, lady or guy of your choice. Uh, you know you can get Connell Barrett on Zoom. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I got Cody laughing in the background now, so I'm distracted. Fucking Zoom. Uh, you know, Zoom, FaceTime. Microsoft Teams, any sort of platform where you can do a voice or video chat, Connell Barrett will make it happen to help you out. So uh, once this pandemic's over, you can get out there and keep that confidence that you may have had or regain some confidence that you never had in your life. So make sure you reach out to Connell Barrett at datingtransformation.com. He can find you a new home faster than James Harden. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't have to beg as much as he did. Right. All right. So uh, let's get into golf first. Tournament of Champions this past week. Uh, Brandon had the right pick. Starts off the year with a W with Harris English. Yeah. Um, I knew it was going to be high scoring, and it was. Um, unfortunately, actually, I uh, I was doing quite well on DraftKings. Um I was sitting 50th going into the fourth round out of 21,000. Um, had a chance for had a chance for a couple grand, but unfortunately, uh, for our Sunday, my my guys didn't do jack shit. Dropped all the way down to 2,000. So unfortunately, I uh, did not have a great last round and didn't make that much money. But it's all right. We'll get them this week. All right, so uh, I had a or, well. Brandon finished first. Camp Champ thirty first, same as Tony Finau for Cody and Martin Laird for me seventeenth. Parrot gets a nice forty four. I didn't get his pick, so fuck him. Forty four for you, kid. Um, <laughs> this week Sony Open. Uh, Brandon's taking Matt Kuchar. He is our leader. I am in second, so I will unveil my pick like last week, and it's the defending champion Cameron Smith. That's who I thought about going with, actually, um, just because he is the defending champ. But I'm going to go on a different route of somebody who has played well here um, and someone who probably I should keep for a major later on down the road, but I'm not going to. Um, Kevin Kisner, I'm going to go with this week. 
he should be top 10 had an absolutely hilarious quote. He was doing an interview with, I think it was golf.com. And um, they asked him and they said, do you think you can win this week? And he goes, I mean, or they asked him something about like, how do you think your chances are each week? He goes, Oh, I don't expect to win each week. And then the guy, the uh, reporter goes, well, then why do you even come out? He goes, cause 20th place play, pays really good. Yeah, I just saw your tweet. <laughs> then why show up? Because they that? give a lot of money for 20th. Kevin Kisner. <laughs> That's my new favorite golfer. <laughs> Dude, I, I, t- I thought, thought it was absolutely hilarious. It was, it's so, I mean, it's honest. Like, that would be me if I was on the tour, you know? If I was like that dude who I knew I couldn't compete with the Justin Thomases and Dustin Johnsons, I'm not going to win a FedEx Cup or anything. But man, I can go out there each week and make you know, $180,000 finishing 28 play every single week, every week. Yeah. You sign me up for that. Right. So for a weekend, 30 or weeks of that, 30 weeks of that makes you good money. <laughs> Hell yeah. What do you got? Uh, what you got, Cody? I got the homie William Dirt McGirt. All right. So I don't the- know who he is. I just seen his name and I thought Dirt McGirt. <laughs> <William> so- Dirt McGirt. <laughs> Wish we could go back and name this show Dirt McGirt. The um, we'll say that does, for- this one does have a cut though, so now we're getting into the good stuff. Beautiful. So I have a good time with that. Um, I did want to mention. I told you guys already. So and and thank you, Bear. I got to thank you and Dan for telling me about Carl's Golfland. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We went up to Plymouth to that one, and uh, I was telling you about this. I didn't realize a lot of things until I was there. And Barry, you know this. I didn't really take golf serious until the last couple of years. And, you know, I just go out swing, didn't really care to learn new things. And I did from you, a lot from you, a lot from Dan and took stuff very seriously. Um, and then I found out, I didn't tell you this yet. So my driver that I had, the the Nike SQ Dymo is an 11, 12 year old club. Mm. And I bought it like seven or eight years ago. And I didn't realize how dead it was until on Sunday night when I went to the simulator with my new club, uh, when I, we went to the simulator. So I was looking at that and granted, I know they, you're a little shorter when you're hitting in the simulator, uh, I believe, right? Shorter rather than long mm-hmm. when you're hitting in the simulator. So I was with the Nike, the dead club, I'm carrying two, 230, 235, and you know, ended up 245, 250. With the TSI Titleist Club, I didn't realize it's their 2021 club because they only come out with drivers every two years. Didn't realize that. Um, I was carrying that 260 to 265. So it was nice. going about 280, 280. I'm like, shit, I added 30 yards on a simulator. And, mm-hmm. and so, like I was telling you, I went into that and I appreciated you telling me about it because I go into, I tell them what exactly I'm looking for what exactly how I swing, exactly what I'm trying to do. And so he started me off. He gave me a Maverick, a Sim Max, and um, uh, a Ping. The Ping, what is it? Uh, I can't remember that, which driver that is, but the Ping. And so I hit all those. The Maverick I hit the best with. So I would try to do my normal slow backswing and come through. And then I'd try an aggressive back, similar to what you do bare normally. And then I was like, the most consistent was the Maverick. And I was mm-hmm. drawing with it. And then um, I was like, all right. So then I go back in, he hands me the TSI two and the King Cobra. And I'm like, sweet, go out there, hit those, try to do that. And I'm like, ah, shit, the Cobra was not good. I was like, nope, that was a way out. Like I was, I was slicing horribly when I was doing it. So I get the Maverick and then I, I hit that uh, TSI two 
and I'm using the 90 degree and I'm like, and I'm hitting it like a 10, you know, it's skying it and it's just long, like huge distance, a lot of shit. And I'm like, holy fuck. And so I try to blast it like a normal swing, like you do, like come back quick and go back through still down the pipe. I'm like, what the fuck? And, you know, it's just technology at clubs. And of course I didn't look at price until I go back in and I knew what club I wanted. Of course, you're going to pay for it if you want a good club. And yeah, that driver was 550. I was like, God damn, but it'll be worth it when I'm out on the out on the course hitting bombs. It'll be a good one. Yeah, I mean, you're not <laughs> golf club. Good golf clubs aren't cheap, unfortunately. Um, I've spent my fair share of money on them. But I mean, if you look at it, if you can get five or six years out of it, I mean, it's a hundred hundred bucks or less a year, really. And you break that down into how many times you play. You're talking and for thirty fucking yards. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're talking two to three dollars a round, pretty much. So yeah, I mean, it's at it's the end of the day, it. it's worth it. But yeah, when you have to drop that kind of money right off the rip, sometimes you're like, but I was man. okay. I didn't care. I knew yeah. I was going into it ready to spend. And then Dan, I love Dan. Thank you, uh, thank you, Dan. So I was telling Dan about it. Dan's got a. I have an old Top Flight three wood that I don't want to get rid of. I like it. It was in my original set, but I hit it very well, and I love it. I just don't have the good distance with it like a, i can hit it 220 but i can hit my four iron 220 mm-hmm. so i'm like i need something that i can hit further so dan was gracious enough he sent me a text he's giving me his old three wood it's a titleist 917 f2 i'm like well thank you dan he's like this will go good with your driver i'm like nice. well thank you sir i will take it got my 20 dollar putter from bear <laughs> my first coach and my ongoing coach and dan the same my other coach so much obliged always helping my golf game there you go easy money so, so this year i'm gonna try to with the with the bombs i'm gonna try to uh get me uh get me an albatross this year there you go <laughs> yeah yeah right but uh if i keep playing um crosswinds i should be able to get that albatross no problem yeah hey albatross is an albatross no matter where you're playing i just saw a guy did you see that that guy i can't remember what course was the first american person to get a condor get a two on a par six uh no, I don't know where that is, but any course that has a par six is not a golf course. Yeah, there's only two west of the Mississippi. It's like a 700-yard par six. Probably some dumb shit in Colorado. He hit the he hit the drive downhill. Yep. Drive yeah. went downhill, and then he put a pitching wedge up. But he just got lucky where he hit it on the drive. So he got a condor. It's first ever recorded condor. Yeah, if you're hitting a driver pitching wedge into a 700-yard hole, um, either you are extremely roided up or you are playing in some oh, he's a little high, high altitude, like where your ball flies 500 yards. Oh, dude, it was it was nuts. Like, I was reading about it. He just hit it. It was one of those, like, rare things. Bay Area, accomplishes, Bay Area man accomplishes a rare condor on golf course. So – it was just it's the first time it's ever happened and i was like whoa that's that's kind of nuts and i was like damn where the hell did this guy do it? i mean he was even in disbelief himself so it was in uh in oakland california actually is where the course is oakland yep mm. it's a 649 yard par 6 sorry that's ridiculous. There's only two par sixes west of the Mississippi. So interesting. Yeah. 
and the pro and the pros play a 667 yard par five at Firestone and Akron. So that dude's a fucking pussy. <laughs> play a real course. Be a man. I'll play par sixes. Stupid par six. Some dumb shit. We all hate that course. No, I just hate that guy for saying he got a condor and dumb. Sounds dumb. Right. <laughs> Arnold well, Palmer. Hey, one of these Ar- days. Ar- Arnie is rolling in his grave condor. He's like, fuck them condors. Yeah, one of these <laughs> days, though, uh, Bryson's going to get him a condor on a par five. He's going to hit a hole in one on one of them par fives. Not yeah, going to be surprised. If he comes, if he comes he to play fallen timbers, he might. <laughs> Or crosswinds, he'll hit it with a pitching wedge. Crosswinds. <laughs> I feel, you know, I do feel good when I play that that par five hole, and I know I can get it in two every time, because it's a huge dog leg left. But you got to get over the water. If you don't get over the water, you're fucked. You know, that's the biggest thing. And uh, or you have to short it and go long. But yeah, I think I'm gonna have to start playing in the blacks there next year, because I mean, from the white. I mean, I told you in the whites, I got a 68. Like. I'll never, ever, ever get a 68 on another course, ever. Like, I'm lucky to get in the 70s if I do. That's what I tell people. I'm like, I hit 80s, usually low 80s, low to mid 80s. This year was low 80s. Uh, every every place I went. But if I played at Crosswinds, I was low to mid 70s, and then the 68. So I'm like, it's a difference, of course. And that's why I tell people, like, what do you play? I'm like, I'm an 80s golfer. I'm probably a 9, 10 handicap, easy. And um, – because I don't count crosswinds ever. Mm-hmm. It's open. Yeah. There's no sand traps. There's nothing. It's just helps it's a my good practice ego. course. Yes. It helps my ego. It's a good and practice tr- course. Exactly. When I'm trying to hit shots, like just hit open shots, just like what club do I want to use? What do I want to use here? And then you feel good when you can do it. Yep. Absolutely. But we're going to play some real courses this year. Hoping to get that TSI two out to the Toledo country club with you sometime this year. Oh, it'll happen. No yes, sir. All right, uh, let's go into uh, NHL. We got to do our preview, NHL preview. We'll make it quick. Do you have dubs? Oh, no, I have dubs. I already put dubs in here. So let me share my screen again. Dub has the Colorado Avalanche over the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I think he said four games to two, right? Yes. Four to two. Red Wings are his surprise team. Yeah, it's not a... It's not a bad choice. Just named uh, they just named Larkin the um, captain today. Did they? Yep. Not surprising. Um, but Iserman, they asked Iserman why they named him captain, and he said, or they, why they didn't name anyone captain last year, and he said that you know he came in um, and didn't really know the guys or anyone, so he wanted to get to know everybody, and um, you know, based off of how they play, how their leadership is, all of that. So they decided to go with Larkin this year. So well, well deserved for him, but um, I still think he's got a lot to prove. Just because he's got the C on doesn't mean that uh, doesn't mean that it's all easy from here. Just gets even harder, probably. Yep. No, I think you're right. Um, the let's look at this. So, the, did we get anything from Nick on who his Stanley Cup team is, who his surprise team is, who his teams are? Yeah, so um, his Stanley Cup team is uh, Avalanche over the Capitals. Oh, wow. So he actually did something that made sense. Um, For once, yeah, he didn't pick the New Jersey Devils. Very, very shocking. 
Um, he said that. He said Avalanche over one more time. Capitals. Caps. Yeah. Yep. Um, he said that um, he would have taken the Avalanche over Tampa, but since Tampa lost Kucherov, um, he thinks that McKinnon is going to be the MVP and uh, he's going to lead Colorado to a title this year. I think he's right. His surprise team is uh, Boston, actually. Um, lost a lot of players. Yeah, you know, uh, still have some of some of their core, but a younger team that not many people are uh, picking to do much this year. So he's taken Boston as a sleeper this year. Um, didn't give didn't give an amount of games on the um, on the Avalanche and Capitals. So we'll just keep it at that. Um, All right. That he said that he's uh, you know he's excited for the Red Wings, but most likely will finish uh, fourth or fifth in the division this year. All right, and um, Cody Bryant, what do you got, sir? Shit, I don't know. Uh, the Avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> Go with the Avalanche. Um, and uh, I'd say runner-up, probably Tampa Bay Lightning. And the surprise team, uh, Say the Blue Jackets. They're always there, but I'll give it to you. Oh, the Blue Jackets could definitely be a surprise. They, last year they were a surprise team. No one thought they were going to do shit last year. Right, but they, they still be a surprise team this year. Back at their back at their yeah. old, old ways because they're not predicted to do much better than the Red Wings. And they expect to be the one hit wonder. Bear expected to be the dirt McGirt at NHL. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year. Uh, 56 games, shortened season, um, revamped divisions. Um, they have the West, the North, the East, and the Central Canada. Oh, yeah, Canada's the that's, <laughs> that's the North, that's the Scotia North. They have the Honda West, the Mass Mutual East, and the Discover Central. So they sold out for they their sold the divisions. <laughs> As as they should have. Made That's money, smart. Man. There's Fucking nothing smart. Hockey is getting back to the main front again, and even though ESPN won't recognize it for whatever reason, um, NBC High, highest average keep, salaries keep cleaning up. Just going to keep cleaning up, um, and NBC is going to you know they're they're doing a good job and they're making money on them. So um, for me this year, it's you know it's going to be weird because they're going to have a final four pretty much, um, and it'll be rather interesting with these divisions. But you get some old foes, which I like. Uh, Detroit pretty much back like into the when they're in the Western Conference, and they get to play Chicago and Dallas and Nashville again. So that's pretty exciting. I still think um, they got a ways to go, so they're not going to be my surprise team. I hope they do well this year. I'm going to start with my surprise team though. Um, and my surprise team is going to be the Florida Panthers. I think they've built up a good squad. Um, no one thinks of the Florida Panthers as much or anything at all. So I think they make the playoffs this year, and I think they uh, make a they make a little run in the playoffs. Um, I don't think they'll be the Final Four per se in their division, but I, I think that um, I think Florida is going to have a good year this year and um, have a have a good future. But my final. Um, and I've been going back and forth on this. I don't know. <laughs> I still don't know who to take. But I think 
I think, which I hate, it's going to pain me to do, but I think the champ this year is going to be the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, I think that they're going to, they're going to beat up on the NHL this year. They got a really strong team that a good, good squad last year came up a little bit short, pretty much the same squad this year. So I think they have a real good shot to, uh, to be NHL champs. I, I can't remember the last time they were champs, but it's been a while. Um, nothing worse than giving Philadelphia a title, but unfortunately it'll be that way. And I think that um, they're going to, um, the runner up's going to be the Maple Leafs. Um, and I was, I was mixed between that. Cause I honestly really wanted to pick the Leafs to win the cup this year. I, I really have a strong sense that one of these Canadian teams are going to win it this year because pretty much they have a one in four shot, which they normally don't. Um, and I, that's, that's pretty big. So I think Toronto is going to come out of that as the number four and they're going to go play like Tampa beat them. And I think Philly will probably end up beating on I Colorado is going to be up there, but I don't think Colorado, I, I just, I don't know why. I just don't think the avalanche they're going to, I think they're going to fall short again this year. They'll lose to Vegas or something like that. And then they'll lose to the flyers, but it should be a good year. Um, yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. How are they doing the conferences? So they're just doing a final four really is how it's going to be. So all the eight, I think that there's going to be four teams out of each and they're going to run it down and they're going to play it that way. And then how they're going to do the, um, how they're going to do the po or the final four. I don't know. I would imagine it would be um, best record versus worst record, obviously. And then the two and three. But all I know from what I've read is that they're going to be the final four in their divisions. So whoever comes out of there are, will be the last four teams. Yeah, because that's what I was pulling up too. like how they're going to do that. You know, I know they talk about fans and who they're going to allow. Playoffs look like, like you said, here you go. 16 team, best of seven, four round playoff. Four teams from each division will qualify for the playoffs. First two mm -hmm. rounds will be intra-divisional play. Yep. Then the four division winners will advance to the semis reseeded based on their regular season point totals. Like you okay. said, Just like two semifinal okay. teams will play the, in the Stanley cup final. Yep. Okay. So that makes so, sense. And yeah, just it's not necessarily Eastern Western. So it doesn't matter. Like you said, yeah, it's just going to go, it's just going to go off seed. That's, and that's what I thought. I, I thought it was. Um, so yeah, there are, like you said, there's going to be a final four in each of the divisions. And then they'll reseed based off of that. And that, that's my thought. I mean, my final four, um, like I said, I, I think Colorado is going to get upset. So I think Vegas is going to come out of the West. That's yep. Toronto's going to come out of the North. Philadelphia is going to come out of the East. Um, and I think, I think um, my bigger prediction is Tampa won't come out of the central. I don't know who to take out of there, but I, it, it'll either be Carolina or Tampa. I, I'm going to go with Carolina. Um, and then I have, you know, however that works, let's just say Philly beats Carolina, Toronto beats Vegas, and then Philly beats Toronto. That's, that's how I think it's going to go. Yeah. I had the avalanche too. Uh, I'm kind of agreeing with what everybody has here. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go the abs as well, but I had them over the flyer. Like you said, so, um, that's that. And I'm going to put Edmonton as my surprise team. They got the best player in hockey on that team. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you just got to be, you figure they got to do something eventually. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's not a bad pick. I Edmonton, I had in there as well as one of my potential surprises. I think really my 
the ones that I had were like Florida, Edmonton, and the Rangers were like my three. Um, also, I, I like the Sabres too. Um, those, those were kind of the ones I was really leaning towards on, on a surprise team this year. Right. It should Let's be, it'll be a good year though. Can. I think Philly ended up beating uh, Pittsburgh this afternoon. They played a five thirty game, which was interesting. Yep. They were the first game. Yeah. What was the score of that game? Do you know? I was, I forgot it was on. Um, it was so into the third, it was three, three Philly scored, um, Philly scored to make it four to three with like 18 minutes left and then scored two more goals in like the next two minutes to go up six to three. So I did not see the final. Uh, let me look here really quick. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, you'd say they ended up winning six to three. Toronto and Montreal are tied at four in overtime right now. And Tampa is up four to nothing on Chicago in the second period. Uh, Vancouver and Edmonton play tonight, and St. Louis and Colorado play tonight. Nice. All right. So, what are the points totals currently? I mean, technically, it's all zeros. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's zeros. We'll add it all we'll up just, on the rest. We'll leave it at we'll that, yeah. It's all zeros. <laughs> well, so we started over. It's a new year. We, we started well, the- Jeopardy. The wrestling. So on the wrestling show, you'll have to add the total plus today's total to get the new total yeah. that you won't hear. All right. So zero zero. Start off with a one pointer. Which former NBA star hosted NL in two thousand and eighteen? Former NBA star hosted that could be anybody. Who was an entertaining NBA act? Oh. Where, oh shit! They would put on Saturday Night Live, though. Well, it'll make sense because I actually remember this sadly. Sadly, is that a clue? Do I have to change my answer? No. Is this person? I mean, it makes sense. You know, it's it's Jeremy, so it's probably someone from the Jazz. Is there anybody entertaining to play ever for the Jazz? No. The mailman. He always delivered. <laughs> except on Sundays. Except on Sundays. Except in, ga- except in game six against the Bulls, but other than that. <laughs> except in the finals. All right. You all ready? Yep. Uh, one. 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 <laughs> one. <laughs> Uno. Yeah. Ready? One, two, three, and go. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're gonna have this one there. Right. Say, it was either one or the other. Yeah. I don't watch SNL, so it was one of the few I caught. Not my cup of tea. Used to- mm, question number two. Used to be funny. For two points, what was the only NFL team to not be underdogs by more than one point all this regular season? If nobody gets it right, you guys can. Go around making guesses until somebody gets it. I burned a point. Mm. I have a feeling we're all going to have the same answer. I'm ready. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. One, two, three, and go. 
It just seems obvious. Like, yeah, so it's going to be wrong, right? It's not going to be the Chiefs. Yeah, we all we're all on the Chiefs. We all said Chiefs, but think this is a trick. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that, but that's the thing is Mahomes played all year, so I don't remember that. Oh, right. oh no. They oh, wait, this past week, last year. Shit. Play game. I forgot about that. Yep, Incorrect. Okay, I got my next guess. I'm ready to go. All right. When are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Telling him we are guessing again. All right. You all ready? Yeah. One, two, three, and go. It's not the Steelers. They're just underdogs to the Browns. If he said it's a shocker, it's not going to be the Packers, which I think they're underdogs to Tampa. Uh, okay. So, back here. Got my guess in. Um, uh, I feel like I'm overthinking this now. Me too. I've got three more guesses. All right. Ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, go. <laughs> like Cody's, I, that might be right. That is a good one. No, they played Kansas City. Can't be. Well, it could have been a one-point game though. Yeah. Tampa, Tampa played Kansas City. Wow. All right, got my next guess. <laughs> we won't. We won't be on this one together. We won't? I don't think so. All right. All right. I hope you said the football too. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. One, two, three, go. I was going to – that was my other guess. I don't, I don't think it's the Saints because Taysom played, man. They had to be a dog. Uh, that's a good point. But they were playing the Panthers and, like, garbage teams that way. Wow. They had a professional gambler on the show, and even he was shocked to hear this. Because he ain't a pro. Because he ain't a pro. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Okay. I... mm. I'm good. And they weren't an underdog the whole time. No by more than, than a point. By more than a point. So it was, they, the worst they would have been is plus one at some point in the season. That's it. Right. I got mine. I got mine. All right. Good, Cody? Uh, I am now. All right. One, two, three, go. <laughs> Tell you that was it's got to be one of those two. They played in Green Bay. There's no fucking way. No way. Uh, Throw the Colts though. Shit. None of those will be right. One of them. Colts is correct. Wow. 
Yeah. Only because they played at home against Green Bay. It's got to be it. Yeah. And they were pretty good this year. Take my two points. That was hard-earned. <sighs> that was a fun question. That was a tough one. Although they were underdogs in the playoffs by a decent amount. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they, I think they, they only by six. Six and a half, I think. Yep. Should have taken them in the points. They covered. And finally, eliminator time. Ooh, another eliminator. All right. Name Ooh. Super Bowls. <laughs> Name all the <laughs> running backs. One, <laughs> two. Name all the running backs who ran for at least 1,000 yards this NFL season. A wrong guess eliminates <laughs> you from the contest. There are only eight. Can we run the table? Okay, who's last in points right now as we stand? <laughs> we just started just th- two questions ago. Cody? Okay, well. Well, if that's the case, then it goes Cody, you, then me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, at least get the obvious one out of the way. Uh, King Henry. Shit. Type it in the freaking chat box. All right. I'm going to go with the old Dalvin Cook. Bitch, that was going to be mine. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'd go elsewhere on that. Um, then I will go nice. with your pickup, James Robinson. Nice. He definitely did. Where you were going to go? Yeah, he definitely did. No, I wanted to go with the one I was sure of. <laughs> All right. Good one. Back to Cody. Oh, boy. Um. No, damn. Well, I don't know. I think he. Well, no, I don't think he was close. He got hurt. A lot of people. I'm gonna try it. Uh, Nick Chubb. Yeah, he did. That was my guess. Fuck. That's a good one. He, got he like, missed what? Two games? Three games? That, that was Four. my next guess. He got like ten sixty four. I think is what he oh, got. He barely got it. Man. Well, most Four people games. barely got it except Henry and Cook. Oh, Lord, Uncle Steve out hitting people with the bat again. Oh, come on, man. I'm not even there yet. Oh, sorry. I'm not even watching. That's Darby and Brian Cage. I mean, I knew he was coming out, but. All right. Oh, shit. It's my guess. I'm waiting for you, Bear. I'm sorry. uh... Um... Jesus. Uh, He freaking broke his rib doing that shit. Oh my God, the lights went. Man, you still want the bear? Ooh, motherfucker. Uh, three more. Um, hmm. I'm going through teams now in my head. Yeah, one. I think one more good guess get left. Just let me let me rack here. Hold on a second. You're good. 
Too bad Taysom Hill isn't a running back. <laughs> He's a tight end. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, um, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, motherfucker. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yep, he's definitely there. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> Ran for 228 in the last game, I think, to get there. Yeah. He just got there, I think. Cody. Oh, boy. Um, he was third. Uh, was it uh, Edwards Hilaire? No. No. I think uh, <laughs> on to me. I think your boy got there, homie. Thanks for the helpful win. Ooh. Who had 803? Oh, Jacobs is correct. So yeah, Edwards Hilaire had 803. Because Jacobs is going to be my pick. So we got one more? Yep. Mm. Um, well, this is our fourth round. So technically, if you miss, I get this. That'll be nice. Yeah. That's what I'm. But if you get it right, we split. <laughs> or both yeah. get five. Um. All right, hold on a second here. Let me. You're good. I guess I it really doesn't fucking matter. So, Kansas City didn't. You already got it. Denver definitely didn't. The Chargers didn't. I'm trying to think of the Rams, but I don't think they played Acres enough to get there. So I'm kind of holding away from that one. Seahawks didn't. Denver I don't think didn't. Carson. This was Denver. Melvin Gordon's Denver. Denver's running back. He was yeah, close, man. wasn't he though? Nah, I don't think so. Because they have him and Lindsey. I just – I don't think so. That's a good point. Um, Zeke didn't get there. I don't think Gibson nope. got there because he got hurt. The Giants didn't have anybody. The Eagles, I don't think Sanders got there because he was hurt. Right. Uh, the Falcons had nobody. Kamara definitely didn't get there. Tampa had no one who got there. I don't think Ronald Jones got there at least. And who else in that division? Who the fuck is that? Carolina had McCaffrey got hurt, so he obviously didn't get there. So it wasn't there. Jets is no. Patriots is no. I don't think Gaskin got there. He was hurt. No, he definitely did. I can tell you he didn't. He was hurt half the season. Yeah. Same thing with the Bills. They didn't have anybody. The only one that's kind of like stuck in my head is Dobbins, but I don't think he got there. Well, Lamar got there, but he, we can't count a quarterback. Yeah. And I, Dobbins is like, because Cleveland, you already got Chubb. Connor didn't from the Steelers. Green Bay, you got did Jones Kareem, already. Did Kareem get there? No, Kareem didn't get there. Um, Dave Montgomery was one I thought about possibly. Lions definitely didn't have anybody get there. See, I'd be I'd be so worried about saying J.K. Dobbins because Gus Edwards ran there. Everyone runs there. That's the yeah. thing. Like the only other one that I think is Montgomery from the Bears. I'm just. I'm trying to just make sure that there's nobody else because I don't think there is. Houston didn't have anyone get there. I already got the Colts. Um, who else in that division? Jacksonville. We already got Jacksonville, and there would have been. Robinson. Who's already the last got team? Henry. 
Who's the last team in that division? Um, Texans. No, he didn't. Yeah, so Henry, so they had three of them. Texans definitely didn't. Bengals didn't. Steelers didn't. It's It's got to be uh, – the Cardinals didn't. I don't think Kenyon Drake did. No, he I can tell you he didn't. He was I'm hurt gonna, too. I got to I gotta go with David Montgomery from the Bears. That's, I think that's a solid guess. He had a really good end to the year. Hot damn. Oof. Nice. Each of us get five. Good. Fuck you, Cody the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah. The only tell him the only reason why I didn't say Kamara is because they were talking about that. Um and he has I don't think he's had a one thousand yard rushing season in the NFL yet. He's just had a lot of passing in that. And I think they said that in the playoff game against the Bears, which is why I got that. Or which he's is a why I didn't wide say. receiver. Yeah, I think he has he'll have like eight hundred rushing yards, eight hundred receiving yards. Oh. All right, and then I asked him to finish out what was after that. So Melvin Gordon. So Melvin Gordon was up there. Zeke, Ronald Jones, all just missed it. What did Zeke have? What did he end up with? Okay, he didn't give numbers. He just gave that. I might just pull it up myself here. And Zeke was hurt, so. Uh, Gordon, 986. Oh, he was very close. Zeke, 979. Ronald Mm -hmm. Jones, 978. Drake, 955. Kamara, 932. Damn, Kareem Hunt was at 841. Yeah. JK, JK, 805. Gus Edwards, 723. And Lamar at 1,005. That's insane. Yeah. That's that's crazy, man. That's good. That's great. All right. Hurt my brain. Well, good. So, what's the uh, updated standings after uh, just sports? <laughs> um, well, I added everything together, so we'll go over that next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll catch him next week when Wes Anderson's on the show to get his points back. He's got to start out with more than seven. Yeah. He, uh, let's see if he can beat Peapod. We won't ruin what he got, but Peapod got some points. So, Two incredible stats to take off. First, with Michael Thomas being placed on injury reserve, he's going to finish the regular season with the largest decline in receptions in league history, 149 to 40. Second, since Alex Smith arrived in Washington with not much talent, I may add, the team went 11 and 5 with him as a starter. During that same time period with not him as a starter, the team went 6 and 25. One of his all-time favorite quarterbacks. And I also agree with Cody regarding Tyrod Taylor from about a month ago, who was very Smith-like in that he plays smart and the stats may not look pretty, but the guy wins. He has a winning record as a starter. Absolute shame he is not starting somewhere. Have a good one, guys. See you next time. Uh, yeah, I mean. He hasn't yeah. caught up. He hasn't caught up to you. Uh, I told him to listen in. Hey, we've got a, I gave him a spoiler alert on you and Steph Curry. <laughs> Uh, well, my Doc and Robinson. Well, him showing a little love to Steph Curry, Bear or uh, Bear Cody. Oh, 
Gotcha. All right. So um, I know we want to run through this stuff quick, but uh, MLB trade Indians that got rid of what Lindor. Unfortunately, I knew it was coming, but sadly they did. He's to the Mets um, and the Mets still will finish third in that division. Yeah. Typical, typical Cleveland bullshit. They get a star, they hold a star until they have to pay him, and then they say, fuck it, we're not going to pay him because we're cheap. So I think instead, you know, once they get rid of the Indians here, they should just change to the Cleveland cheap motherfuckers. That should be their team name because <laughs> that's what they do. They did it with Sabathia. They did it with Cliff Lee. Um, they did it with uh, Klubler. I mean. This I goes on and on. They do it with everybody. And, and that's that's what I don't like about baseball. Put in a salary cap then. I mean, it's just it's – just, I just don't get it. So, but it is what it is. I mean, they they could probably pay him. They decided not to. I'm sure it, I'm sure for some point, I'm sure it's best for the franchise in some way. I mean, obviously it has to be because when they got rid of Sabathia and Lee, they still kept winning. So, with the money that they have and that they can deal with these players. I'm sure that it works. It's just frustrating as a fan watching top talent walk out the door every three years. So Yeah, but they keep winning because the AL Central is a consistently weak division. So, I mean, it's winnable every year. Well, yeah, but I mean, but they're putting up 95 to 105 wins. So that's – Yeah, but in that division, that wins that division, though. Oh, that wins most divisions. Yeah. So, I mean, that, but even still, you know, in a weaker division, you know, I mean, look who else is in that division, though. Like, the Twins have been terrible for at what? least a decade. The Twins have been the top team in the division for the last three years. No, not the three years. I mean, before that, when they all they had was uh, Joe Mauer and, um, oh, my Justin gosh, I can't think of it. Justin um, Morneau. Yeah, not him. It's somebody else. Well, I mean, they did. Uh, yeah, I say they had them, but they still weren't even all that good, though, when they had them, you know. And then the Royals, they had that one, you know, run, but they hadn't been good, uh, the, that World Series, but they hadn't been good since probably, what, the late 80s, early 90s? Yeah, I mean, same with the White Sox, too. And you know, the Tigers, yeah. White but the Tigers Sox, were good Tigers. for a while until the last right. – the Tigers were good until the last eight, ten years. Right. But it was still, when it came to that division, though, like, it's still, you know, it was still a winnable division. Like, nobody, there aren't, there weren't too many teams, even when they won the division, give or take a few years, where they actually ran away with the division, where it didn't come down to the last, you know, few weeks of the season. Yeah, I mean, besides, the, like, the Dodgers and the Yankees, that's every other division in baseball usually. So I'm not too concerned about that. I'm just, I'm just saying if they had any of this, if they could keep any of this talent and be able to pay and bring some more people in, they would sit on top of that division every year, but they don't, they have to run through and recycle and hope to find the next star. And if they don't hit on that, they're going to suck. Simple as that. I mean, they got rid of Carrasco too. I think he went in the deal over to, yeah, he went too. which I mean, that's disappointing because Crasco is always a huge – I mean, he was a big fan favorite in Cleveland. They both were. I mean, they lost – they literally lost two of the most popular players. Um, so, yeah, it's, I don't think it's going to be great. Along with that, and now you're going to change the name off the Indians too. It's – I don't know. 
I, I don't see good things looking forward um, right now with, with what they're doing, but we'll see. All right. They kept Brady's ass. <laughs> yeah, kept fucking missed her injury. Hell, he got a girl too. You know, one good one good year, and motherfucker hurt his leg every year after that, or his shoulder, or something. Made a glass. Don't get me fired up. That's what they kept though. They keep them though. They get everybody else up, but they keep Grady. That's why they start getting rid of everybody. <laughs> right. All right. So going on to the NBA, the big news of the day, four-team trade, James Harden go and a second-round pick goes to the Nets, the Rockets kit, Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum, I don't know the dude's name, what, Curix? Rodians, Curix, and four first-round picks and four pick swaps. Cavs get Jared Allen and Toreen Prince, and the Pacers get Karis LeVert. So a few things. I think uh, Brooklyn, I mean, it's we'll see how they do with it, but I think they got the short end here with everything going on. I mean, Cleveland gave up what? A pick that's going to be like late round, late first round to get Jared Allen? Uh, yeah, I didn't see the exact schematics of that, but I don't know why they did. I mean, they got 18 centers. I don't know why they needed another one. Yeah, it's, Jared, Allen, Jared Allen ain't bad, but I just whatever. And Who knows? Then Indiana got Karis, so good for them. Which, which I think was Brooklyn's dumbest move. Karis LeVert is a stud, an yes, absolute stud. Okay, they should, he is. They should. That's the only way they're going to get him. I get that, but that was that's a terrible move for them. Just they got like rid of three first rounders and Karis LeVert to get Harden. Just like I said earlier, this is the Garnett Pierce Allen deal all over again. All they have completely thrown away their future to hope to God that they win win a title or two. And they won't. And that's that's a hope and a prayer. Not now, even more. I hope LeBron beats them. Oh, same. Just so Brooklyn goes into the dark ages for the rest of the NBA. Rest you of you know NBA. me. I hope fucking Boston beats him. I don't have faith in that anymore, but I still do. As yeah, a I don't. Fan. I can't. And I don't. And this time, this time around, um, you know, everyone's going to sit here, and if they do win a ring, if that happens, they're going to say again, "Well, Durant needed help." And this time around, I'm not going to play that side because the last time Durant bitched and moaned and wanted to get out because he knew he couldn't do it. Now this time he had his own team with Kyrie. They knew what they were going to do and now they brought in Harden. So, I'm not going to I'm not going to take that slander this time around, but it'll be interesting to see is see what Fat Boy Harden can do there, but everyone knows wherever he goes. The Warriors also need the Warriors needed Durant just as bad as Durant needed the Warriors. If Durant don't go to the Warriors, they don't win any more titles. Well, of course they didn't. The Durant won him that title. Look what look what he did. What I mean, he was averaging so, thirty eight in the in all the finals games. I mean, it was yeah, all- that's what I'm saying. So I mean, and, and naturally Durant needed that help too. And I mean, in, in all basketball schematics, like that that move makes sense if you're Durant to go to the Warriors. Like it makes your job easier. But when you bitch and moan about it though, and so, do it that way, that's so much people talk shit about it that you but, didn't blah 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 yeah, because but, of that. But when all the people judge you by are rings and, and whatnot and championships, you know, 
he went there, you know, partly it was basketball reasons, but then partly it was to win a ring. And he was hoping that people would have gave him some respect for winning a ring, but then he ended up winning the ring too damn easy. So people had to shit on him for winning the ring too easy. So it was kind of a, it was a lose-lose situation for him. It was damned if you, damned if you don't. And, you know, then he just kind of said, well, fuck everybody, which I don't blame him. I mean, if you're going to shit on me for not winning the ring, then I go and win a ring and then you shit on me for winning it too easy which is the same thing they would have did to LeBron if they would have won that ring that first year in Miami. So, you know, I mean, cause essentially LeBron and Kevin Durant did the same thing. Mm-hmm. They both went somewhere where for basketball reasons, it made sense for them to go and do what they did. And, you know, and so, and the only thing that saved LeBron was losing that first year to the Mavericks. If they win that title that very first year, they still be shitting on LeBron the way they shit on Kevin Durant. Yep. You're probably right. I don't disagree with you. Well, in the um, in the NBA standings, the Celtics are atop of the East, even though they haven't played three games due to COVID. Uh, but they're seven and three. Bucks and Sixers eight and four. Pacers seven and four. Magic six and five. Nets seven and six. Hornets six and six. Hawks five and five. Heat four and five. Knicks and Cavs five and seven. Bulls four and seven, Wizards three and eight, Raptors two and eight, Pistons two and nine. Out west, Lakers ten and three in first, seven and four for the Jazz, Clippers, Suns, six and four for the Mavericks and Trailblazers, six and five for the Warriors and Spurs, five and six for the Kings, Nuggets and Thunder, four and five for the Pelicans, four and six for the Grizz, three and six for the Rockets, and three and seven for the T Wolves. It's still been a pretty good year. We'll keep going. But um, by the way, though, Houston probably going to win a ring before uh, Harden does. Just throwing that out there. Because, so. because with that that lineup that they got, man, ooh, you got Oladipo. Ooh. Yeah, they got Oladipo. With John Wall and Boogie, Boogie Cousins. Come yeah. on, man. It's going to be and beautiful. And PJ Tucker yeah. still there, too. Oh, and by the way. Uh, and they got four first-round picks. Yeah, a superstar in the making, Christian Wood, which Detroit never should have got rid of. Terrible move. Should have got rid of Blake instead. But for whatever reason, Detroit's about as dumb as the Cleveland Indians. Because that dude, I don't know if you watched him play. Whew. Dude is a dude's a beast. If you get a chance, no, the one no one talks about, no one's going to see. If anyone can watch a Houston Rockets game, watch Christian Wood, their power forward. He is – dude is awesome. Yeah. Be nice. Absolutely awesome. Houston, Houston going to start winning a lot now with that lineup, as long as they stay healthy. And if they don't, and you can keep this team with Old Depot, I get it. Boogie probably isn't going to stay there. They're probably going to want to rebuild off that. But if you can do what you're doing and get, and you have four, you know, first round picks here over the next how many years, plus your own, I think that uh, I think Houston's in really good shape. Yeah, but they knew. They knew he wanted to go to New Jersey. So, I mean, like, New Jersey's got fleeced. And, you know, like, Houston, they just addition by subtraction. When you got a bunch of younger guys there that want to be there and want to play with each other, and James Harden basically found out, you know, what it took to actually be the man. Like, he wanted to be the man to get all the, the, 
the adulation and none of the blame when shit went wrong, you know? Like yeah. you hear you hear shit all the time now about how it didn't go how it didn't work when Chris Paul was there or when Russell Westbrook was there, when you know, you got a guy like Russell Westbrook showing up to meetings and film sessions and everything else like that on time and James Harden showing up late. Yeah, I mean, I it's going to change the entire dynamic of all that down there. And I think um, I just, I just don't know what it is. I just, it's, I just feel like Harden's never going to win a ring. That's just, that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Cause like, he doesn't want to be here next year. He wants to be, yeah. He wants to be the guy on the front of the Wheaties box, but he don't want to put the work in, in the gym, you know? Uh, do they have Wheaties and strip clubs? He might be like, I want to be on the billboard. Yeah. I mean, all right. Like well, the, maybe on the, the lust billboard. Yeah. That flickers. That's exactly James Harden. The lust billboard that flickers at night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. God damn. <laughs> All right. So in uh, NCAA, so what, Gonzaga? I mean, it's got to be Gonzaga at the top, so we can just skip right over this. Gonzaga Michigan, and Baylor. Michigan, Michigan's coming. They're coming. They're ten and zero. They've beaten three straight top twenty-five teams by nineteen or more points, which has never been done in the history of NCAA basketball. Wow! As much as I hate to say it, Juwan Howard has them rolling right now, um, and they're they're a force. And by the way, they don't even have the number one recruiting class until next year. So yeah, they're they're going to be a force. So at least Michigan can win something because um, they ain't going to be football. So at least they can win in basketball. At least they're saving money in football. Yeah, exactly. The um, all right. So NCAA football. Um, just as we kind of, you know, we hope the Buckeyes would win. Not surprised that they got beat and beat handily. Um, as you mentioned last week, Justin Fields would have had to play a, a game against like he did Clemson, which was not going to happen. You did say that you were correct. Um, the defense just could not make time. They just called a terrible, 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 terrible defensive game. Yeah. Kerry Coombs, um, Kerry Coombs did not call, did not have a good defensive game plan. Um, Cause usually you want to, you know, double the, or at least be physical with the best guy, the Heisman trophy winner, um, you know, on the field. And they did not do that. They gave him space all day when they put Sean Wade one-on-one, he got burnt, but pretty much they ran in a four, four, um, like they were playing a Clemson who doesn't have, you know, a playmaker. That's not Trevor Lawrence or, uh, Travis and Etienne, um, you know, or you're not playing Northwestern or Michigan state or any of these big 10 teams who are just a little slower, but you saw what happened to Ohio State all year when they came up against a good receiver. Um, they got destroyed by uh, by Tyler Freifogel against Indiana. They got destroyed by um, – I'm trying to think um, who destroyed them also early. And there was another wide receiver. I wish I could give him props and remember who it was. But then you go up against literally the Heisman Trophy winner, the best wide receiver in football, college football this year, and uh, you decide that you don't even want to play zone – you don't want to play safety over the top. You're just going to play 10 yards off and let them roam. I'm um, Demonte Smith Burnham. They totally deserved it. Um, all the props to Justin Fields because the dude's a warrior. I'm sure he probably got a couple broken ribs and uh, good on him. Hopefully the Jets don't take him. 
Um, but he's the only reason why Ohio State was where they're at with how bad that defense was. So when we look back, everyone should give Justin Fields a lot more props than um, he's probably going to get. But also, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Clemson was their national title. They That was the monkey that they needed to get off their back. And they did that. And I think that took everything out of them. Um, but they did play competitive with Alabama for – Quarter and a half. Quarter and a half, yeah. And they lost. They lost. They they lost the game when they kicked the field goal. Um, you saw Nick Saban on fourth and one, right off the bat, go for it, score a touchdown. He went for it on fourth and three and scored a touchdown. Um, you know, fourth and goal on the five yard line, twenty one to fourteen. They're still in the game, and Ryan Day, you know, kicked the field goal, which that was that was the uh, that was the loss. So well well deserved by Alabama. They're the best team in college football all year. By far, they would have rolled over anybody, whether it was Clemson, um, whether that was, um, you know, Georgia, whether that was Cincinnati, Coastal Carolina, whoever it was, um, it would have been a steamroll. So good for them. Um, we'll see what happens with Devonta Smith. I think Miami takes him if they stay third, but I have a feeling that that trade's going to happen and I'll be the Texans there. So, so we'll see, but alas, another college year and, I don't think um, – I think next year Ohio State's outlook um, isn't going to be um, – they'll have they'll probably have a loss or two next year. They just There's too many freshmen coming in. Um, but in 2022, I think that'll be their year. And I'll call it now that they'll win the national title that year. All right. As long as Alabama don't have three pro bowlers on, the, on their offense. Well, that'll be Ohio State. They got the number one defensive end coming in in this uh, 2021 season. They have the number one wide receiver already there who will be uh, in the starting lineup. And they got um, a number they, one coming. <laughs> and they, they have the number one quarterback in 2022, but also um, they have – who else they have? They had somebody else, but I can't I can't recall at the moment. Um, but, yeah, they're going to have to strengthen up their secondary is really what it is. I think their D-line with Jack Sawyer is going to be great. Um, they got Sawyer. They got Togiai who's going to play in the middle, um, Haskell Garrett, who's going to be there. And, um, you know, you get you get some younger linebackers in, which I'm excited about. Um, I don't have to watch Tough Borland run his slow ass around the field anymore. So great player, don't get me wrong, but it's just – it was rough to watch him running around the field just getting burnt by Jalen Waddle, who only had one leg too. So um, it'll, be, it'll be good. I think next year, like I said, there's a lot of young guys, so – Next year, I don't expect anything. I don't expect to make the playoff. I don't expect them to win the Big Ten title next year. But I think 2022 is going to be Ohio State's year um, to roll. So that's my that's my outtake for way too early predictions. I was going to give them like 2023, 2024. But I'll take it. Nah, they'll have they'll be they'll be just fine. They'll be yeah. just fine then. Devontae uh, Smith was the number two receiver, too. <laughs> yeah, Waddle was That's the one the to start the season. Waddle was number one. Yeah, and then he got hurt. And then he got hurt. Like, when your number two receiver wins the Heisman and does what he does, man, That's how crazy is that? That's the only thing. The only thing I was sitting there watching and hoping, I was like, God, fucking, I just hope Waddle doesn't break his leg again. Like, Oh, that's what I was too. I'm like, why is he out there? You're gonna ruin his fucking career. Right off the bat, first play he starts hobbling off. I'm like, just stay off the field. And I, even from me as a fan, I'm like, dude, I don't want to see this dude get hurt. I didn't. I hated seeing Devonta Smith get hurt. I think he only oh, broke yeah. a couple fingers, but it's yeah, like, I don't see that shit. 
it's all right. He's going to go have fun with Tua in Miami. And then if Deshaun doesn't go there, and then I'm not going to be surprised when they take Najee Harris later on in the, in the middle of the first round. Yeah. I don't know. Alabama reunion. Yeah. We'll see what they do with Najee because they still, um, I mean, I think he's the number two running back that'll come off the board. So it'll just be a matter of when that is though, because so you think he's going to come off one. A kid from Clemson, Travis Centenar, the fuck you say his name. Yeah, he'll yeah. Be, he'll definitely be number one off the board. Um, Najee should be too. But, I mean, you heard what he said too. One of the reporters asked him and said, um, you know, why? how did you make it look so easy against him? He goes, easy. Oh, and he wasn't easy. He goes, like, he, goes, he, goes I'm hurting. They whooped my ass. They're a strong physical team, man. They beat me down. That's just how tough I was running is pretty much what it was, so. Good dude. There was respect. there was respect all around there. So, Ryan Day has two losses in two years, and it's to Dabo and it's to Nick Saban. So, <laughs> you've lost to the two other. I mean, technically the two, which I hate to say with Dabo, but really the two best coaches in college football, um, are his only two losses. So you can't be mad about that. And then he beat one this year. So yeah, and he got him back. He got one of them. So he'll get Saban back here coming down in the next couple of years. It'll be all right. I'm not worried about it. Sixty-nine year old Saban. Nice. All right. Uh, uh, we didn't get much into the NASCAR schedule. We could save that for when NASCAR season actually starts. A month um, from when this podcast comes out. Well, this comes out tomorrow, the 14th. Yeah. Is so it said, Valentine's Day? Daytona, Daytona 500, Valentine's Day, Sunday. Oh, you and the, you and the girlfriend going to have a good Valentine's Day watching the 500? I already told her. <laughs> Love it. The, uh, hey. That's why they got Saturday, but Sunday's for Sunday's race day, especially Daytona 500. If it was like California or something, I'd be like, yeah, we can do something, but <laughs> no way, man. Daytona. The, um, so the Browns kicked the shit out of the Steelers this past weekend, like literally kicked the shit out of them. They dominated okay. the Steelers in prime time in their first playoff game in 18 years Had one practice that week. Three new guys on the O-line. Best DB was out. Multiple assistant coaches out. And the head coach was gone. Stefanski. And you, you guys saw my uh, what I sent to you guys, the Stone Cold meme with Michaels <laughs> Piper as the, against the Steelers. Absolute, absolute domination. Um, oh, they killed him. Yep, they sure did. And washed up. And you watched a quarterback throws four picks. And, and he's still he throw you back in the game. And, and he still broke the record for most most completions in a yeah. in a game ever. But it's because he threw yeah. sixty eight passes. Yeah, everyone knew had, that was gonna happen. Yeah, he had forty seven what forty seven completions. Something like that. Surprised his arm didn't fall off. He knew it though, that was probably his last game, so Yep, Aaron Rodgers this year had more touchdown passes than the team had punts. Mm-hmm. That was a crazy stat. Um, Baker's the oldest quarterback left in the AFC, and he's not even 26. Yep, saw that too. Jared Valdier, uh, this I love this. Jared Valdier, lineman, started with the Colts last week, signed with the Packers this week. Got COVID. Did he? Yeah, he's out. He got COVID. Tested oh. positive today. He was going uh, to be the first ever player. It's funny. They talked about that all week. The first guy to play 
in the playoffs with two different teams and he gets COVID. So now he won't do it. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, God. All right. So uh, <laughs> that's fucked up. That sucks. COVID had different plans for him. Mm hmm. All right. Well, Cody's Rams beat the Seahawks. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. With Jared Goff, too, nonetheless. Came in yeah, with- as the backup. <laughs> Comes in and they win. Uh, uh, but that luck's going to run out against the Packers this week. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I, uh, I was talking to my physical therapist, and he's like, yeah. How is it that Jared Goff is just as good with four fingers as he, or with uh, nine fingers as he is with ten? <laughs> oh true, God! Yeah. It's absolutely true. We had a good laugh about that. How fucking one re- one read Goff is just as good with nine as he is with ten. Yep. Well, the the Rams are playing the Packers this week. Who you got? Packers. Packers. Mm. Only because it's one one read golf playing. I mean, if Walford if, if Walford was starting, I'd pick the Rams. But I'm gonna go with the Packers. Dub took the Packers. All right. Now one, I, like I said, with Don, Donald not 100 percent healthy either. That's the only shot they have to do anything. Now the uh, Ravens beat the Titans, which I know two of us had the Ravens. And the Bills beat the Colts. So Ravens at Bills. Bills for Dub, Cody. Ooh, man. Um, I'm going Ravens, man. Like The way that Greg Roman changed everything up and turned them into – you know, let kind of Lamar be Lamar and not try to force him to do anything. And he just kind of relaxed and just said, you know what, I'm the best player on the field and I'm about to show everybody why. And, like, he did that. And freaking they they whooped the Titans' ass, man. And, I don't know, Josh Allen almost did it. He almost did it, what I said he was going to do. And, luckily, the defense was able to save him. Um, but I still think the Ravens are going to win, though. Um, I'm I'm struggling on this one because I said the Ravens are – they got hot at the right time. And I think that um, – I, I I think the Bills, man, are I, – I thought they'd be going to the AFC title game, but uh, – I, I didn't think that they would be playing the Ravens, and that's the that's the problem. I thought the Ravens would go to Kansas City. I thought the Steelers would go to Buffalo. The Buffalo would beat Pittsburgh. But with this, I'm I agree with Cody. I I think the Ravens just teams like this get hot at the right time and they knock teams off. And I think that's I don't think Kansas City wants to see Baltimore. I think Kansas City is going to be rooting for Buffalo. I just I honestly don't. So I'm going to go with the Ravens this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Ravens win 34-31. Yeah, see, uh, that's what I struggle with, too, because I thought it was going to be Bills Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. I did not expect them to go up against the Ravens because I thought the uh, thought the old Steelers were going to win that game against the Browns. And then exactly what you just said, Ravens were going to go play the Steelers. Um, or, excuse me, 
you got me. Steelers were going to go play the Bills. Ravens were going to go play the Chiefs, which the Chiefs are happy right now that they don't have to play. I guarantee you they're happy they don't have to play the Ravens right now. And it's funny because in the AFC and NFC, both the wild cards, um, the one and six are playing and the two and five are playing. Yep, exactly. Both sides. That's that's nuts. Yep. And you know what? I think that I'm going to stick with the Bills just because I had them in the AFC Championship, even though I think the Ravens – I'm not going to be surprised when the Ravens win this game at all. And I don't know. The, what's the line? I don't know. Look, I'm assuming it's probably Buffalo minus three maybe, maybe two. But I'll tell you what, that's this will be that'll be the best game of the weekend, no doubt. Um minus two and a half for Buffalo. Yep, it's about right. Green Bay six and a half. Kansas City. I would happily take the vet man, I'm taking the Ravens in the points. Um the uh all right, Cleveland at Kansas City. Oh, and Bill took the uh, Dub took the Bills, by the way. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I got to go Kansas City here. Um, I think Cleveland has a really, really good matchup to contend with them. Um, they certainly have the ability to beat the Chiefs. You get everybody back. Stefanski's going to be back. Denzel Ward's back. Kevin Johnson's back. They have the run game to control the game and keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes. That's the only way you're going to win. You got to keep the ball away from Mahomes. You got to control the game and you got to score touchdowns. You can't kick field goals. Um, with that being said, I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Chiefs are going to come out hot. And um, I'm going to say that they, uh, I'm going to say they win actually exactly by 10. I think it's going to be, I don't think they're going to cover. I think it's going to be a, uh, I think it's going to be a push. I'm going to go that uh, Kansas City will win 34 24. I think can't, you know, you said that thing. They're hot right now. Cleveland is hot. Won twice against Pittsburgh. Wanted to get in against the B team, but fucking punched them in the mouth when it mattered. And if they can keep that momentum going, uh, that's what they need to do. And they got guys back. I agree with you. Um, I don't think they cover, but I think uh, I'm going to take Cleveland in the 10. I still think they lose. I think they lose by seven. But um, then they're going to get the ball back, and Baker hopefully does Baker things and throws a pick to end the game, and Kansas City wins by seven. I'm probably about the same score that you were saying. I'm, I'm thinking 35-28. Cody? Yeah, this ain't going to be close, man. Blow them boys out the water, man. Patrick Holmes ain't throwing four picks. Cleveland's going to block Kansas City, huh? That's a bold stride. I like that. Well, Dub, <laughs> Dub thinks the Browns are going to win. <laughs> Of course he does. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> the Lions were it. playing. He picked them. Right. Too. <laughs> yeah, man. Mahomes out throwing four picks. Like the Chiefs actually have a run game. Like it's just like, like you said, the only br- chance the Browns have is running the ball. But then you can run the ball, but you still have to score a touchdown. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the Chiefs quite have a run game with Hilaire out. So. It's just it's it's old, man than, old man Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, but, I mean, it's better than what Pittsburgh had. Just because Mahomes has to can open it up by throwing fucking – making the field his bitch. 
he don't they don't need a running game when you got Hill. No, they don't necessarily Hawkins. need one. Yeah, when you I mean when you have what you have on the outside and then Travis Kelsey going across the middle, you know, between right. him and Sammy Watkins playing the slot, you don't yeah. necessarily need a run game. But Just dump it's still it to better. Levy. Don't have to run it. Yeah, the difference. Yeah. Too, so I mean, the difference is if Mahomes throws four picks, they'll still win the game. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you got KC. All right. Last game Sunday night: Tampa Bay at New Orleans. I mean, it's hard to beat a team three times in a year. That's all you're going to hear. The Saints won close week one. They blew them out in Tampa. Blew the doors and off them. Embarrassed them in Tampa. Um, as we thought, as I said, um, I picked Washington, but I said that they would cover. They did. Um, Brady didn't get beat up as much as he should have. And yeah, he fucking didn't get touched by, uh, by chase. By but chase Montez, yeah. Sweat, Montez Sweat was in there quite a bit cause they were doubling chase and that's, yeah. and they're going to do that with that's Cam Jordan. Do. Right. So you're going to double Cam Jordan this week. You got to get in and. You got to find another. Uh, you got to find someone else on the defensive line that's going to come through and hit Brady because you saw what happened when there was any little pressure coming at him. He got worried. He threw that ball away fast. So you know it's coming. Right. So if the Saints right. get any pressure, that's going to be it. But ah man, I tell you what, I just I think it's going to be tough for them to stop Kamara, um, stop Michael Thomas. Man, he's back. He's healthy. I get it. Drew Brees is old and got a little noodle arm on him, but it doesn't matter when you're throwing five-yard slants or five-yard option. He can take 70, and that's all that matters. So you don't need you don't need Drew Brees to throw it 20 yards. You can throw it, dump it down to Kamara, dump it close to uh, uh, Thomas, and then hit Jared Cook for a 12-yard, which is about as far as that little noodle arm can throw it. So I'm going to go with the Saints, 31-23. Um, Cody. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, Dub took Tampa Bay. I'm also, like you said, three times in a year is tough, and it's Tom Brady time. It's the playoffs. But I think it's going to be close. Uh, similar score, Bear, 31-28 Tampa Bay for me. And uh, did you? I'm sure you guys saw the picture that they put up of him and Blanta at uh, the same age. That was fucking great. Well, that's what they said. That's what they said. The difference between TB12 is and uh, Marlboro Reds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So look forward to this. This will be fun. Um, and then uh, just to get to the end here, Jordan Strack, you saw that. I saw you shared the tweet. Uh, major realignment coming locally in sports. Realignment of divisions. I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens there. Uh, the first part of the Tiger documentary just aired on Saturday. I have not seen it yet. Um, I don't know if either of you have, but I'm going to watch it. And then part two comes out this weekend. Uh, actually, the day that the the dark side of the Peapod comes out. Yeah. Um, and uh, so look forward to that. We got McGregor and Poirier coming up in a week or, well, next Saturday. Now this is coming. Yeah, a week from Saturday. We we'll cover that next week. And then um, just last but not least to do some on this day real quick so we can wrap this damn thing up. Uh, all right. Will Chamberlain scores 73 points in Warriors 135, 117 went over the Chicago Packers at the time. Most points scored in NBA regulation game and remains tied for third highest total. Chicago Packers. I would hate that now. 
years? Anybody? Bueller? Oh, is that what you're asking? Oh, I yep. didn't know we were still doing that. Uh, 46. We usually do this. 62. Hank Aaron, Frank Robinson elected to Hall of Fame. Yeah, we usually do it about uh, two hours ago. Yeah, um, <laughs> Frank Robinson, Willie Mays. Uh, Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. 83. 85. 82. Houston guard James Harden scores 38 points in Rockets, 116-108, lost to Orlando. 16 straight game with 30-plus points matching Kobe Bryant's NBA record streak. Goes one for 17 from the three-point line. Tying record for most misses. 2019. That is correct. Broke ass. Was that game in Orlando? So uh, he was at the strip club the night before. Uh, he would have uh, been there if he was in Houston. It wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> Tanya Harding's bodyguard and Derek Bryan Smith arrested and charged with conspiracy and attack of Nancy Kerrigan. Ooh. 90. Oh, man. I don't know what year that was. 92? You said convicted? No, picked up, charged, whatever. Well, there's a difference between arrested and convicted. They were arrested. All right, 92. 94. <laughs> God damn. All right. Uh, happy birthday. Let's see what birthdays we got on this day. Um, Bam Morris, running back, Steelers, way back. He's 59. Maybe. Or should I say 49? James Posey, 44. Damn. Jack Johnson, NHL, you know, uh, the Blue Jackets and Penguins. Wasn't he a singer for some emo band? 34. And Connor McDavid, 24. A lot of fours. Talked about him. All right. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, Crandall Squatty Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DavidTransformation.com. Sorry, Sparty Steve, we didn't get you on the show. Check out Peapod on the show this Sunday. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Congrats, strippers in Brooklyn. Congrats. Wes, you better have that jacket when you come next week, too.